Welcome to Take It From The Iron Woman. My name is Susanne Müller, your host and the Iron Woman. This podcast is about empowering yourself and others to make real changes in the world. You will hear from everyday, smart, sophisticated, hip people like you and me. Not everybody has to be an Iron Woman to impress the world. Together, we will learn from the sports and business leaders how you can become a more successful person as an entrepreneur or a leader. It's one step at a time, one day at a time. Take your steps now. Take your big steps now. Join me on this journey to success. Take it from the Iron Woman. We only have special guests. And today we go to Houston, Texas with Rosie. Rosie and I met through the Ovid organization. We had an event getting to know the virtual chapter. Introduce yourself, Rosie. Who's Rosie is going to join us today? Hello. My name is Rosie Hernandez. I am founder and CEO of Heritage Writing Company, a marketing firm, as Suzanne said, here out of Houston, Texas. I am the co-vice president of the virtual chapter of OIT, which of course stands for the Organization for Women in International Trade. It says on your bio, Rosie has seen the power of multicultural international interactions, both professionally and personally. You have experience in marketing, copywriting, communications, and nonprofit leadership. Where is your passion? My passion comes from my parents and my family. When I say multicultural, not in the most authentic, natural way. I'm born and raised here in Houston, Texas. My parents both came from Central America, from a country called El Salvador. Houston is such one of the most diverse cities. And if anything, it's a very futuristic city in that way that I always say I can go out from my front door and there's no telling what language I'm learning. I can hear Japanese. I can hear Korean. I can hear Hebrew. I can hear Spanish. I can hear Arabic, Portuguese. I have French, all sorts of African languages. There's no telling. I love that about Houston. And I'm very lucky that I grew up in a very open, multicultural environment that it just is. Diversity just is. I take that very seriously. And I I believe diversity and, and inclusivity should be should be natural, just like that. That we are all here based on our, our merit, on our skill set. Even you and I, we've connected. You're from across the world and even through OIT, we were able to connect in that way. And so that's a big part of what I believe in. And within that comes language. I definitely enjoy learning about different languages. Randomly, I was just talking with my siblings about this, like why my parents randomly would speak to us in small snippets of different languages. Every now and then my mom just says Italian words just because, <laughs> just because she's not overtly Italian in her heritage, maybe a little bit. My father, I remember I was listening to Korean music and he's like, oh, and he just started talking in Korean. I'm like, dad, you could have told me. <laughs> I was struggling by myself learning the alphabet and you you knew it. Uh, and he's like, oh, thanks to have a business partner that was Korean, a, a coworker. So little things like that, that is just natural. Not that it's the best way. It is just definitely the most natural 
way. I'm definitely very grateful for that. That's a big part of who I am and what where my passion stems from. Going into marketing, rewinding back a little bit, my education is in international business. I grew up always knowing that there's so many connections to make outside of your inner circle, right? Or even your local circle. And so whether it's with Central America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, there's always connections to be made. I take that very seriously. And I'm thankful that my parents embody that as well. And my family. When I started my company, marketing, copywriting, a little bit of internal document creation for companies, I always think of it on a larger scale. Because hopefully you have goals to go larger. And how did you start? You said international business and your family was just feels like lifting you up with all those languages. And what was the pivotal moment that you started your own company? That is a great question. That's a very loaded question because there's a <laughs> lot know. of layers. There's definitely a lot of layers to that. I started my company, I would say I got my inspiration from my parents. My parents growing up had their businesses and I saw how they managed that. I always say business is a dog-eat-dog dog world. It can be very, very vicious, both my mother and my father never forgot that people are at the center of business. That's why I think it's so important to communicate properly and to present your company in the appropriate way. To, yes, to get your message across and to build your business and all that fun stuff. But more importantly, it's about the people. It's about who you connect with. My education is an international business. I feel like I heard a lot of naysayers in my life, even in college. I would hear, oh, you can't do anything with that degree. Like if you and a finance person or an economics person are in the same pile, no one's going to look at you. No, no one's going to take you seriously just because of the degree, which is fair if I want to go into like financial investment. So I heard a lot of that in college. And I went to a very small university, private here in Houston professors would say that. And I know, very interesting. Granted, he was in finance, so we'll just leave it at that. But <laughs> you always heard from graduate students, from the professors as well, that, oh, if you get that degree or anyone in business, the first thing you have to do is you're going to go into sales. That's the only thing you can do after you graduate, because that's just what it is. That's what's out there. I explored that for a while. I did because that's what I thought I had to do. Then honestly, I had this business plan probably a year and a half before I officially incorporated with my state and with the U.S. And so it just hit me that why am I sitting on this great idea when I know I can do it? Just like, why am I waiting? There's no point. I could at least start It just came naturally. I remember my siblings were like, oh, okay, marketing, what is that? They're obviously not in the business world at all. I feel like I'm the only one that took after my parents in that way. And you like that? Like I do. And it's very natural to me. Communication is very natural to me. Branding is super fun. It just made sense. Didn't make sense was everything that everybody ever told me. You have to do this. You have to go into sales. You have to work your way from this to that to that. And I realized that wasn't for me. And I know that may sound very unrealistic or like, oh, you're one in a million. Not everyone can do that. Sure. I took steps so that I could do this, right? I made choices that would lead me to a place where I can take the time to build my business. Mm -hmm. I do so at my pace and at my, and grow my skill set as, as I continue as well. I love this. I want to say, 
congratulations because we should not listen to other people. And sometimes what I've also learned is people are envious of what we can do, what we are doing, and potentially because we're taking a risk, they don't dare. A professor should never say you can't do this. Maybe they're envious too, because what do they do? They teach you what's in a book. I think for a while I did allow that to become truth in my brain that, okay, these, these people are older than me. They've held high level positions. They know what they're talking about. But at the end of the day, I realized they know what they're talking about and they don't know me. They can both be equally true. And I know myself, I know my skill set. I know my work ethic. I know what I can do and what I can grow to do. And so I honestly just took a chance and it was super last minute. <laughs> we just turned one year. My company oh. just turned one in May, my birthday month. <laughs> and so it was just one of those things like, oh, it's, it's my birthday's coming up. Like, what am I doing with my life? I'm just sitting on this. No, let's, let's do it. I have everything ready. I have a lot of things ready. No. Why not? I love exactly. this. I love this. And one year in business. Congratulations. Yeah. Month of May is an important month for you. Yes, absolutely. And what is your vision for the future? My vision for the future, just like me, is multifaceted, has many layers to it. I envision my business definitely going international. I have set my company up in a way that I can uh, support smaller companies. I can support businesses in different countries that may have different currencies, different weighted currencies, that type of thing where I can support them in their needs and not have to always worry about the top line or the bottom line or anything like that mm -hmm. in business. I absolutely will go international. It just makes the most sense for me in my life to go south first, Mexico and Central America. I, of course, speak Spanish. I always say I learned English and Spanish at the same time. And so I would absolutely start there. Yeah. And I considered Canada as well. Mine as well. The whole yes, starting at the Americas and going internationally. Who is your ideal or your dream client? Yes, that's a great question. I'm experimenting right now with account-based marketing. And I, without knowing it, that's what I have been doing is when you go for a specific client, basically, you orchestrate that connection, you orchestrate that contract, basically. My ideal client is someone who has drive or a company that has drive. And what I mean by that is I offer many services from logo design, branding materials, copywriting for a website landing page, obviously like internal documentation creation. These are all very different steps as, as a business owner or as a company to go through, but they are all going to sustain. Like you will be able to go through all these steps if you have that drive. My ideal client has a vision for what they want their company to be 20 years from now. 50 years from now, even if you don't know how you're going to get there, you have faith that you can get there. Seeing that makes me very excited because I can then bring my expertise and join them in their journey. That is the most fun I will ever have. Specifically, client-wise, I always have had a passion for fashion, lifestyle, cars, fragrance, all of that, just the little things that make life a little more 
fragrant, shall we say, <laughs> and a little more spicy. What do you do when you don't work? I am out with my dog. You have seen him before. Yeah. <laughs> he is a little toy poodle who loves to be outdoors. We probably spend every day an hour to three hours outside. It could be at the dog park. It could be in a nature trail. How do you rejuvenate as a solo entrepreneur? That's my new thing. The loneliness of the solo entrepreneur. I have had to teach myself how to rejuvenate. My answer goes way back. I am the youngest in my family. And so think of that what you will. I had to learn a different level, a higher level of personal responsibility that I've never had to experience before. I remember it probably came to a point in the first months of my company when I had to ask myself, okay, Rosie, if you weren't CEO and founder, would you hire you? Or would you be happy with someone working just as you're working? And I had to be very honest with myself and say, no, I know I'm not doing the most I can be doing. And trust me, no one is harder on me than I am. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> because, to the club. <laughs> yes, yes, because I know my potential and I know that It may look great on paper. The balance sheet may look great, but I know I could always be doing more. So I had to teach myself. And for me, I did comment on the LinkedIn post. There's a word in German called erwecken, which means to awaken. I have definitely Mondays, about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour that I do erwecken. And so I look at articles that inspire me. I think about what do I want for my company 20 years from now? I think of what product or offering could my company grow to to include how can i diversify the company how can i bring in new people and and grow in that way that time is super important to me and that's when i if you will reawaken that's when i and it's early in the morning too you have coffee <laughs> and then i'm just i get excited for the week and so because it it can be very overwhelming it can be lonely I just realized if I don't do it, no one's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it is just me. And so I hire until I contract. I am responsible for everything that I that my company does or that my company chooses not to do. And I have to be hyper aware of every step that the company takes. Recently, in the past few months, I started referring to the company as we. We. And so I was talking to my sister. I was like, oh, so we are doing this. And then I caught myself. I'm like, okay, it is just me right now. I know it's not going to be just me forever. The past few months, more so than, than not, I have been thinking for that future we, my, my entire team. And so setting up the structure for them to also succeed in their role, for me to be able to get to a point in leadership where I could let go and I could trust and train my team to do what needs to be done. The whole we uh, came <laughs> out of one of those sessions of this is not just me. This is so much more than me. And I have to treat it like that. When I think of that, it makes me super excited about the future. We are excited right. for you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, we. <laughs> we hire somebody for the first time. Who would you hire Think about that. I think that is such a big concern as leaders that we have built our companies from the ground up. We started with, with zero dollars or whatever you started your bank account with, and we have built it. We care for our clients more than 
we think we're, mm-hmm. we're going to care for our clients more than anyone else would. But that's the whole point of creating documentation, creating the culture that every person you bring in into your team knows exactly what they should be doing, how they should be doing it. We wish you, you and your company and your team only the best. If you have been one year in business, it will be many more years. Thank you, Rosie. Thank you so much. Thank you. How inspirational was that? What are you taking away? Is your company we or I? Is it your team or me or we? I thought that was a very interesting concept. I always say we. We're very happy to have you. And Take It From The Iron Woman is also a book. It's about global business coaching with sports parallels. Come and join us again. We're here with you. We want to hear from you. Thank you so much for your support.